0: Once you can really embrace that part of you, then just life gets so freaking good. You can embrace your confidence. You can know that you know, right? The knowing, that feeling of knowing is just so freaking juicy and awesome. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you for being here. Today's episode, Know Thyself. This comes from the fact that I finally did my human design chart. If you don't know what that is, you can Google it. Um, It's a little bit comprehensive for me to outline here, but essentially it's similar to your astrology, so your sign. I'm also a Virgo. So when you go, you Google your sign. If you don't even know what that is, I'd be shocked if you're listening to this podcast, but go put in your birthday. It'll tell you your astrological sign. And within that are key traits, characteristics, things you like, things you dislike. And I was a little apprehensive about the human design chart because when I read my astrology, there are things I identify with and there are things that I don't. And there's so many different versions of me, even on a daily basis. There's like the working business lady, there's the mom version, there's the wife version. I think we try and fit ourselves into this succinct, here is who I am. A lot of it in society is wrapped up in what we do for work or not work. It's like, "Hi, I'm Morgan. I'm a realtor," right? And it's so just such a small little chunk and we love fitting other people and ourselves into these boxes. And so that's why I'm a little apprehensive about astrology because it depends on the version of me that's reading it that resonates with it. I also have found I'll read other signs and resonate with that as well. And I know there's like your moon sign, your sun rising, there's so much depth to astrology, because we aren't just this flat version of us. We're very deep. We're very wide. And again, depending on what you're going through in your life, where you are in your day, there's just so many different versions of us. And I think Just allowing that and accepting that first and foremost is so important versus not allowing ourselves to fully embrace who we are. And that is really what today's episode is about. Because once I listened to my human design, I downloaded this app actually. I will link it in the show notes if you want to check it out. It was really cool. You just submit your birth date, your birth time your birth location. And it comes up with this chart. And for me, it really resonated. And it also allowed me to see really how well I do already know myself. It was really validating. Um, there weren't too many surprises for me. Now, if I listened to this five years ago, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so eye-opening. Um, but now I do a ton of introspection. I write in journal a lot. I think internally a lot. I have a lot of quiet time. I give myself with meditation and things like that on a daily basis. So it really did resonate and validate a lot because we always question when we're the only ones determining who we are, right? It's so much easier when someone comes to us that we love and trust and they say, hey, this is who you are. And that's through the lens of who they think they are. So it's all muddied up, right? Um, and it's hard to get a crystal clear idea of who are we, what, what lights us up, how do we operate, how do we function? And again, because it's always changing as well, that can be hard to land your finger on. So I wanted to provide today some practices that can help you to determine who you are, because when you know who you are, you are able to show up authentically and your outer world begins to reflect your inner world, which you it always is. But when we don't know who we are, we can be operating from a basis that isn't authentic to us. I've done an episode on what does success look like? And that idea is that it's different for everyone. I think we are often told that if you do these certain things, this criteria, this life rubric, This roadmap. I used to refer to it as the blueprint lifestyle. So if you check off these boxes, then you will be happy. Well, I did all that and I wasn't. And so then I assumed there was something wrong with me. Oh my gosh, I have all this outer success. I'm married. I have this house, like car, I wear nice clothes, all that. And on the inside, I was like, man, I just don't feel right. Like something is off. And that is because I was looking outside of myself for what I, quote unquote, should be, what I should like, how I should operate based on that wasn't me. That is a false premise. And when you come from a false premise, something that is untrue, you are working from a basis that can never be corrected. Does that make sense? So if something is a lie, you can't, if you try and find the truth within a lie, it's a lie. It just is, right? And so a great analogy for this, and I'll give credit to Alan Cohen, um, my mentor, is when you look at at a mirror, so imagine yourself right now, you're looking at a mirror and you see that your hair is messed up and you're like, okay, I want to fix my hair, what we do, most of us, is we go to the mirror, which is our outer world in this analogy, and we try and fix our hair through the mirror. But the only way we can fix our hair is if we physically touch our own hair. We can use the mirror as a reference, but we have to fix our hair ourselves, who we are, like our inner world is this representation. And then it will be reflected in the mirror. So breaking this down a little bit more, you in this analogy are your inner world, your thoughts, your beliefs, the perspective that you hold, your unique blueprint, the only you there ever will be ever. That's how precious you are. That is the physical version of you and then looking at the mirror what you see reflected back to you is your outer world so the people you attract the abundance you attract your way in which you see things the mirror is your outer world So I hope that landed for you because it's such an important thing to grasp because then you can stop trying to fix the outer world. You don't have to do that. There's nothing for you there. You will continually work from this false premise of, well, once I change this circumstance, which you have no control over, so you will forever be at a loss there, Then on the inside, I can feel good, but you got to work from the inside out. So within, so without. James Wedmore has a podcast, Mind Your Business. It was one of the first podcasts I started listening to when I went on my journey to find this new way, if you will. And he always stated that. He always said, so within, so without. And I was like, I don't understand what he means. And what he's saying is, if you just go inward fix that part of you first, which you don't need to fix, you need to just embrace and recognize that you are already perfect, then your outer world will begin to reflect that, okay? So that is another thing I want to state is this isn't about fixing yourself. There's nothing to fix. What may seem, quote unquote, wrong with you is actually what's right with you, You have these unique, special gifts. And once we learn to embrace that, we know that about ourselves. It's the gift that we're here to give, the unbeaten path, right? Like going your own way, trusting your instincts, which is not always easy, especially in a world where sameness and the herd mentality is really honored. Once you can really embrace that part of you then just life gets so freaking good. You can embrace your confidence. You can know that you know, right? The knowing, that feeling of knowing is just so freaking juicy and awesome. And it allows you to really trust and have faith and just be as you are and not what you think you should be. Making decisions become easier and just life becomes easier, okay? So if you want to check out Human Design, like I said, I'll I'll link it in the show notes. I highly recommend doing it if it's something that you're interested in. If you're not, cool, pass it. But it's great to see how you, like, in a succinct way – Again, there could be variables to this that aren't true for you, but for me, it really did resonate. I actually have my sons and I have my husband's. So I'm going to dive deep into those too, because that'll be helpful for me and how we connect and how we show up for each other. And just understanding each other more, I think, is just so, so valuable and important. Because when we understand who we are, again, the one and only you, making choices to honor ourselves makes life a whole lot easier. And vice versa with other people, once I can understand them more, I know how they're operating and how we can better operate and communicate and connect with one another. So um, the first thing I would say is if you're really new to this and you've generally looked outside yourself for the answers, what I would suggest you start with is asking yourself questions. One important exercise you can try is understanding what are my values. I have a podcast on this specifically and it's a really fun exercise and it goes about it in a way in which you really don't get the answers until the very end, but it's a step-by-step process so your intellectual brain will love it and understanding your five top values. And when you know what those things are, it can be easier when you make decisions in life how you function on your day-to-day basis, because it really should stem from these five um, foundational values is what I refer to them in the podcast. So go maybe press pause here. If you haven't done that yet, or if you've never done a values exercise, you could even probably Google one and just understand like what is important to you. Because again, this is going to be completely unique to you based on what you're here for, what you're Purposes, what lights you up, and also your life experiences thus far. You have this idea, this story about your life, right, that you've told yourself. I'm a survivor. I'm someone who's had an easy life. I've had a hard life. I've had challenges. I haven't had challenges. Um, I always know what I'm doing. I never know what I'm doing, right? It's what we tell ourselves. It's our story, which is fine. That's good if it serves you. Um, But really breaking down okay, so what is the foundation of what lights me up? And that is really what comes from these values. So questions. Okay, so breaking this down again, kind of circling back, what are my values? So doing that exercise. And then I think a really great question to ask yourself as frequently as you want to is what is my intention? So let's, for example, um, something I always suggest is doing a morning routine. Okay, okay starting your day off so that you can fill up your cup. This allows you to create, again, the word foundation, a strong foundation for yourself. So you show up and you're able to respond to life. You're not reacting to life. So a morning routine, my intention for my morning routine is to really fill up my cup. Now, there was a time when I thought I should have a morning routine that looked like X. It was incredibly long and very robust. And if I didn't do it, I didn't feel okay to start my day. So it really, the intention behind it wasn't necessarily, okay, I want to do something that fills my cup, that nourishes me. The intention was checking off the boxes of what I thought I should show up as. So those are two very different ways of looking at something simple as a morning routine And while this sounds very um, like elementary, this is a really powerful exercise. I actually use this with alcohol. Um, I used to drink a lot more than I do now. And I have always loved wine. It's something that I'm fascinated by, I appreciate it, I respect it, and I love it. But there was a time in my life when I kind of abused this idea that I loved wine. Now, I wasn't an alcoholic by any means, but I definitely drank more than was best for me. And my intention at the time was to get a buzz, to feel good, and to kind of like let go of the day's worries, right? And I think we are all told this story of like, drink and have fun. But it wasn't making me feel good. I would wake up hungover. And a lot of my life choices were really driven by this alcohol. So I remember when I was pregnant, I would wake up in the morning and like open my eyes. And my first thought was like, how do I feel today? Because it was such a pattern for me to having had drank the night before. And am I going to be hungover today? Do I have to drink a lot of water? Like, how do I get through the day with this feeling, right? And That's not something I have to deal with anymore because while I still have a glass of wine with dinner every night, my intention is to appreciate it, to enjoy it with my meal. It feels good for me. It's not something I'm using to avoid or to um, ignore how I'm actually feeling. Okay. So it's another example of intention. What is your intention behind the choices that you make? wow, what a, such a powerful question. And it really allows you to dive deep and to understand why you do the things you do. I think another great example for intention is showing up for others. So when someone asks you to do something and you say yes, and you really want to say no, what is your intention behind that? Is it to feel less guilty? Is it you don't want to be judged? You don't want to look like a bad friend? What is the intention behind your decision making when someone asks you to do something and you don't honor a boundary and you say yes when you really mean no? Like, wow, that's really powerful to dive deep. Okay, so I feel like I have to say yes here or I'm a bad friend. Is that true? is that really true? Or am I not honoring myself and really trusting that I can say no when I mean no? And that's okay. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to mean I'm a bad friend, right? Like all these stories and labels we associate with that. I'm kind of going into a different tangent here, but you can see how asking yourself, what is my intention behind the decision I'm making? wow, that really drives power and understands how you operate and making sure that your intentions are always aligned with your values. So going back to kind of that first step there. Okay. Number three, I think I'm on here. So we we asked what are, oh, oh I'm still in the questions format of this. So what are my values? What are my intention? Okay, moving on. So that's step one. Step two is to find yourself a model. So as I mentioned, if you're kind of someone who might think that they're taking an unbeaten path, which I think a lot of us think that when we honor who we truly are, but it's actually not that way. It's kind of hard to explain, I feel like. But when we just take the sheep mentality and do what everybody else does, that's going against who we truly are. And we all have our own unbeaten path, if you will. But while it seems everyone else is doing the same thing, it can be tough to trust that you are able to honor within. You are able to do what feels best to you because we assume that everyone else is doing the same thing, right? We feel like we don't belong maybe, but really you're not supposed to belong. And if you can kind of shift your perspective and honor that part and say, It's actually the right way when it's not the way everyone else is going, okay? so But when we first start out in this way, it can be tough to reshift our patterns. So if your patterns have always been set, hey, I'm going to look outside myself for the answer. I'm going to do what everybody else does, right? Once you say, okay, my new intention, kind of going back to this, I am going to show up as my authentic self as much as humanly possible. It's completely against me to be the way in which you've operated before. So, I suggest here is finding a model. What a model is is a representation in the physical form of someone that you see yourself within. This could honestly be your higher self. Um, So doing like a higher self meditation, your future self, the version of you who's at the pinnacle of it all, which is who you really are, (laughs) which is what this podcast is hoping to drive you back to. But that could be your model or your model could be a celebrity or an athlete or a family member or someone that you've met like for five seconds um, honestly, I didn't know if I was going to talk about it on here, but I bet she'll never listen to this. I just met with a realtor um, who I'm hopefully going into escrow with. I have a listing right now, and she embodied the essence of a lot of what I want to show up as as a realtor. I don't even know her. I met her for ten minutes, maybe fifteen, as we did this walkthrough with her clients. But she was so peaceful and kind and I just created this story around who this person was. And so now when I show up in my business right now, I'm kind of like, what would she do? How would she respond to this? Because while I've practiced this way of honoring my inner self, it still can be challenging at times when I feel pressure to show up in a certain way that I should do this certain thing because like society wants me to, or that's what a realtor does, right? But honoring myself and knowing that the representation of who this person was that I connected with, I can see that. I can visually, my intellectual brain can tie to that. The ego can tie to that and say, okay, while it might be hard for me to do this right now, okay, let's refer to my model. What would she do? This is the version of me that I want to show up as, this model. So holding that energy while you strengthen your own inner being is really, really valuable and super important and can get you really far. So finding yourself a model, whatever representation that looks like, and referencing that as you make decisions, as you begin this journey of honoring yourself. Um, Now, the next thing here is practicing peace. When we get quiet and go inward, we can connect with our true self, right? It's easier to know who we are, what lights us up, what's important to us. But when we're out in the world and we're operating and we're seeing what everybody else is doing, it can be hard to hold the space for ourselves. That's why it's so important to integrate a practice in your life that allows you to connect with who you are, so that you can show up authentically on the day-to-day, no matter what is going on around you. Now, I've referred to this a lot as a muscle. And the idea that you think of the gym, this is like an easy thing to equate it to, is obviously you can't go to the gym one time and be strong, right? You You have to show up consistently. You have to progress your process. So you start with a five pound weight and then you go to an eight pound and then a 20 pound and then a 50 pound, right? You get stronger and stronger over time when you show up consistently and you have a practice. And so practicing peace, because inner peace is what really gets you there, really connects you. Cause you might, maybe you're listening to all this and you're like frantically driving around, or maybe you have something going on or you're running or you're doing something right now. And you're like, what is she even saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what she wants me to do. I don't know who I am. How do I get there, right? It's literally slowing down, shutting off the noise, and allowing yourself to connect and get quiet. And then once you do this consistently, so maybe this looks like to you, meditating every day for 15 minutes. That's what I do. Because man... That 15 minutes has paid for itself 10 times over. And I've said this before is almost every single time I go to meditate, my ego comes in and says, you don't need to do that today. We have too much to do. You Why don't you do that after you do this? <laughs> but I've learned to honor myself and know that meditation is the jam. It's the the, the glue to my life. It has become so important to me And allows me to really connect with who I am so that I can show up as myself. And when things get really loud in the outside world, my muscle is so strong now that I'm able to honor myself in the craziest of circumstances. And when I can't, I can reference my model. So finding a practice, because when you get quiet, you connect to who you are. And like, yeah, you're allowed to show up as you when things get really loud. Um, Again, meditation might not resonate with you. I don't know very many people who haven't meditated and then say, oh, I'm going to meditate and it's easy. It's a challenging practice because we are so caught up in the doing and the activity of life. And when you center in and when you quiet your mind, even if you feel like you're not getting anything from it, you really, really are. And so maybe... If you've tried meditating before and it hasn't landed with you, please stop saying meditation doesn't work for me. Because if that's your story, you can't get past that. Maybe start by saying it's a practice and whether I think I'm getting there or I'm not, I'm still getting something from it. Because breathing... Slowing down, giving yourself time and space is never wasted. Even if your brain is monkey mind the entire time, which I still have those days after literally meditating every single day for the past six years. I miss days here and there, but pretty infrequently. I'll still have days where I meditate and the entire time my brain is going haywire. And I try to honor that. I don't judge it, I just allow it to be. And just that. Practice is so powerful. It's almost more powerful than when I am able to fully connect to my inner being. So please don't write off meditation. If it's something that hasn't served you in the past, maybe try again. I reference a lot the app Insight Timer. Um, You can have a paid subscription, which I think is really valuable because they have courses and such, or you could just do the free um, meditations. They start with a three minute guided meditation. If you kick your morning off with that, the value you receive is so insane. Um, I kind of joke with my husband because he's not a meditator. And whenever he gets stressed about something, I'm like, man, if only there was something you could do that was free and it would only take five minutes and completely change your life. <laughs> he hates that. But um, you, you got to meet people where they are. If, you're, if you don't want to do it, it's up to you, right? It's your own path. But I cannot recommend meditation enough. It is completely life-changing and it only takes time, which I know is our most valuable resource. But all right, off that. So kind of summarizing today, um, really allowing yourself to be who you really are is truly the greatest gift that you can give the world. I think we oftentimes ask this question of what is my purpose? Why am I here? And we think it's this big outside world thing, having a lot of Instagram followers, being able to speak at that conference, getting this award. And while those things are great, I'm not knocking those things. It really, your purpose is so much more than that. And it's really about showing up as who you are. And we've all been given this Thing within us, this guide, if you will, that really does know. And while there's people outside of you that might reflect that, that can show you the way if it resonates with you, the model, you only know what's best for you. And if you have a few minutes here, actually, I feel called to just kind of do a little centering. If maybe you have time after this podcast to ask yourself some questions or Maybe you just want to feel a sense of connection with who you are for just a minute. Um, If you can close your eyes with me, let's take a few deep breaths. Just letting go. Maybe you are coming off a moment of doing and rushing and tasking. That's okay. Just, you'll get back to that in a few minutes. Letting yourself be here. This moment you'll never get back again. As the you, the only you there is, the only you there ever will be. All the trouble the universe went through to make you, to get you here, to connect the people who made you, allow that process to unfold perfectly so that you were able to arrive here. And now allowing yourself to really drop into your heart, focusing your energy into your physical heart right now. The one that beats for you without you having to tell it what to do. Pumping blood perfectly and oxygen in and out everywhere. Because you're that important. You are that valuable to the world. But there's this energy that's solely focused on making sure that you're breathing, that your blood is pumping, that your heart is beating. And that same life force essence within you is your guide, the one that knows, the one that you really know. You may have just forgotten just looking in the wrong places for the answers. You hold all the answers within you. Repeat after me. I hold all the answers within me. I know exactly what I'm doing. Even when I think I don't know, I know I am the only me there ever will be. Life wants me to be here just as I am. I only need to look within. I can let myself off the hook and just show up following what feels good. And I know what feels good. I know that feeling because when it feels good, it's right for me. And I am worthy of living a life that feels good. And connecting to that energy, now feeling that energy radiating throughout your body, that light, that life force, the one we all share, that we're all connected to, but we hold our own unique path, our own unique blueprint, just like the ocean, waves of the ocean. We are all the ocean. We just have our own unique wave pattern that unfolds perfectly, exactly as it should. There's no wrong way. Mm. take some deep breaths in and out i hope that gave you that feeling that connection that knowing you deserve it all and i love you and i'm so grateful that you listen to the podcast so thank you so much and until next time Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.